Hey, Mostly Soccer Podcast listener. If you like the show, don't forget to leave a five-star review and subscribe. Thanks, and enjoy the show. Hello, and welcome back to the 74th episode of the Mostly Soccer Podcast. My name is Michael J. Dalo. It's Tuesday at 8.05 p.m. sharp, and I'm here with Jimmy. Jimmy what today? Jimmy return. Jimmy return. And you know why. Premier League time. It's returned. It's it's taken so long, and I'm so ready. I even cracked a beer for the occasion. Yes, the longest summer break ever. Hold on, listen to this sip. Let's get nice and close and let the people hear this. No chance anyone heard that. That was right? the most disturbing <laughs> thing I've ever heard. I hope they did not hear it. Sucked into a black hole. But while you're babbling on about your sips, why don't you do the people a favor? Introduce our guest. We have a returning guest. What is this, your third appearance on the podcast? Fourth? Second? Third? Third? Well, Second or third? we have Matt Butler here joining us. And uh, he's back for his, I don't know, his return episode of the Premier League preview yes. show. Yes. This I mean, is an annual thing now, I believe. Yes. Uh, yeah, well, you're... You're here now. Yep. This it's is, official. This is it. This we need it. the united expertise in air quotes. <laughs> yeah, expertise. <laughs> oh, but boy. we have so much to talk about here, Jimmy. We're going to talk about our predictions for the Premier League table, who's going to be the top scorer, the Golden Glove, who's winning the league, who's getting relegated, all that good stuff and more. But first, Jimmy, we have some housekeeping to take care of. Yes, we do. I have some housekeeping to take care of. More specifically... My newfound love for the EFL Skybet Championship. And Luton Town. Oh, Luton Town won my heart. Shout out to all my Luton Town fans, potentially listening for the first time and getting a shout right at the top of the show. <laughs> well, can I say this? We've put out many a tweets. <laughs> and with the exception of the Glenn Murray Ballon d'Or photo, mm-hmm. I don't think any tweet has got the attention. That Luton Town tweets have got for our Twitter, it's bad, <laughs> quite frankly. Who would have thought that a stadium that only holds a little bit above 10,000 people would have such a force of a fan base on Twitter? They are all on Twitter. And all 10,000 <laughs> are on Twitter. We have one of our own, Gavin, yes. the man who fact-checks us. He keeps tally of our uh, predictions, which are coming back today, thank God. And he pestered us enough. He pestered me enough to watch a Luton Town game. And finally, I watched my first one their first game and their return to the championship and boy was it fucking incredible i can't tell you what it was like watching that game i turned it on and i was like eh, i don't know what to expect here i wanted to get into the championship a little bit more but luton town blew me away a 3-3 game against middlesbrough who i think was pretty good last year if i'm not mistaken i probably am <laughs> um but anyways seven minutes into the game luton town gets scored on and i'm like ah I don't know about these guys because I I was in on them. I was like, you know what? Gavin supported us. I'm going to support Gavin now. And 10 minutes later, all hell breaks loose. Sonny Bradley. Sonny Bradley, Jimmy. The greatest player of all time. (laughs) He hits a wonder strike from about 28 yards out. Volley hits off top of the post, goes in. And I, my head almost blew off my shoulders. I was so excited. And after that, I was all in. Matt Crane. 24th minute, gets a goal for the Luton Town. And then guess what? Middlesbrough strike back. And then they strike back again. They go down 3-2. to two. The best part about this game is Luton Town give up the worst penalty. <laughs> like, like the worst. 
and they also give up a goal. Their record signing, their goalkeeper, it hits off his hands and rolls in. Like he carries. Oh, carries times ten, and so Middlesbrough get the penalty, shank the penalty up high. Then Luton Town were fired the fuck up. Their stadium at ten thousand was rocking, and. I was rock. And you know who delivered? I was rock hard. And who delivered? Who you? delivered? You know who the fuck it was, Jimmy. It was our boy. Not James Collins. James Collins. <laughs> living legend. Oh, he really is. I mean, we've heard about this guy countless times from Gavin, that he's the greatest striker in the world. And boy, he is. He actually plays out on the left wing. Something that I didn't know. It threw me for a loop. And uh, came in, got the scrappy goal, almost put the dagger in them with the final, almost hit him with the 4-3 goal. But didn't quite happen. Luton Town, you won my heart. Your fans won my heart. I'm a man of my word. I bought the jersey. Yes. It'll be coming in at the end of August because they're on back order for some reason because there are so many Luton Town fans. Because the Luton Town fans are absolutely madmen. They really are. I mean, they're a force on Twitter. I'll tell you that. So I look forward to interacting with these people as much as I can. But potentially the best part about Luton Town is that I've been told that it's a very similar fandom to Arsenal in the Premier League. Where they, they build you up and they break you down. Oh, no. That's, you don't need this in your life. <laughs> I need more. I need you more need abuse. agony. I knew. I do. I, th- I thrive off the abuse. Yes, that is true. That is when you're at your best. You'll see that when I pick my table, Jimmy. Because <laughs> you know exactly where I'm I, going. I, I'm worried. And I mean it 100%. But anyways, do you want to get into it? Or is there anything else that you wanted to talk about? Or Butler? Uh, I, I did want to say, um, I know you didn't get to watch it. Uh, again, I do want to say this. ESPN Plus become a real thorn in my side. I bought it so I can so watch the championship. So did I. They got, they got money from me as well. Yeah. They got both of us. That's the one reason I'm excited about it is now I can enjoy Luton Town with you. You're going to start watching? I'm going to start watching yes. with you. I'm going to jump in with you when I can. Yes. But I watched the the Community Shield. Mm-hmm. The two big boys from last season. Pass. Manchester City and Liverpool. Pass. Pass. <laughs> An absolute dogfight. First half dominated by City. Could have been a lot worse than 1-0, but they go in a half 1-0. Second half, uh, Liverpool came out angry. <laughs> they were mean. They were naughty. Naughty. And they were attacking in force. Mo Salah is a... He's trigger happy, I'll say that much. That man, every time he gets the ball, he is shooting. Wow. He, he literally, he plays like, like one of us down at the field. <laughs> every time he gets the ball, it's just automatic shot. Mm-hmm. Um, but in the end, the goal comes from a beautiful chipped pass from Virgil Van Dyke to Matip, the of combo that Liverpool never knew they needed, mm-hmm. um, and that tied it up. And then Liverpool sloppy play by City. They're about to take the lead as the ball is about to cross the line, and Kyle Walker proves that he can fly <laughs> in the <laughs> most acrobatic clearance I've ever seen. Um, it was incredible. Um, Kyle Hook, I want to say, is uh, already the uh, the potential, I guess, at this point. Will be confirmed by tomorrow. Signing of Joan Cancelo. It's already making Kyle Walker step his game up. <laughs> because this man made the probably the best game he's played in a season and a half. And he was great. He clears the ball out. Goes to penalties. Claudio Bravo does what he does in penalties. The man is somewhat, can be a little bit of a liability during the game. But in penalties, he is a machine. The man does not lose. And City defeat Liverpool, retain their community shield as they look to retain their four titles uh, from mm. last season and one in the books. Must be nice to have a trophy already. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> it's kind of like a like a 
flimsy trophy, but in yeah. the end, you know, a trophy's a trophy, as Pep would say. Yeah, I mean, I, I'll take a trophy no matter what it is. I was I was excited for the International Champions Cup. <laughs> and then, uh, well, uh, we know how that worked yeah, out. Yeah, yeah, I, I spoke too soon on the <laughs> podcast, actually. Um, all right, but should we get into it? Yeah, let's let's get right into it. Where do you, Butler? Where do you want to start? Do you want to start with the table, or do you want to go with one of the accolades? That's a tough one. Uh, let's let's do top six. Top six, right out of the gate. Who's gonna go first? Are we gonna let the guests go first? Let the guests go first. All right. I, but I want him to start. I actually think it's more interesting to see who finishes three to six right now. I think almost everyone's gonna have the same top two. Except for maybe one of us. Okay. Uh, so I'm going to ask you. Maybe two of us. Yeah. Oh, all right, fine. Then start at the bottom. Go no, ahead. No, that's false. No, we'll do we'll do three to six. We'll, you want to yeah. do? We'll do three to six. Are we going to start at six? So you're going to do know. your? Oh, yeah, we'll do six. All right, okay. we'll do six. Start at six. Okay, I'll give seven a, a, Lean a shout. Lean into yeah. I'm, I'm giving seven a shout. Uh, seven, I have Everton because I do like Everton. And I think they have a good chance actually to be in the top six. Uh, then for for six, I have Chelsea. Ooh. Yeah. Yikes. Yeah. Big and time then, yikes for Chelsea. And Mike's gonna like this one even more. Don't you fucking uh, dare. Arsenal. Oh, get the fuck out of here. That's oh. the stupidest thing I've heard. <laughs> Why do we invite him on? I'm, I'm genuine. That was a genuine reaction. Yeah, he's actually mad about that. Okay, well. I'm, I'm gonna s- come across the table. <laughs> I'm sorry. Uh, then Tottenham. At four. Yep. Okay. And then uh, this is so stupid. Man, you at three. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's stop you there because yes. when we get to the top two, I think it becomes more interesting. Do you want to go, Jimmy? Or yeah, should I? sure. So I like Butler. I have a weird. I'm really in on Everton this year. Mm-hmm. Everton is the team who we talk about all the time. They perennial. They every season you get really excited, and they kind of let you down every year. Yeah, they're always good, but they're just never good enough to really break in. This could be the year. I think it lines up for them so well right now. But I don't have the schooms. You know, to put them in the but top you are Jimmy Schooms. and I don't have the Jimmy Boombots. To put them there. So I'm going to go United 6th. That's am, more like it. I don't buy uh, what they're selling over there at United right now. Yeah. I think if they do pull off a transfer of Christian Eriksen, I do think that that could boost them up. But as of right now, he's not on the team. Um, the window's so close. So I'm going to assume this doesn't go through. And I'm mm. going to have them in sixth. All right. I have Chelsea fifth. Okay. Um, as I talked about, I don't think Chelsea are going to really be competing for the title this season. But I do think they will be competitive for top four. But I think they're going to fall just a bit shy. I really like the chance that I believe is going to be given to the young players. I think when you look at... Hudson Adoy, look at Mason Mount, Pulisic, maybe even Tammy Abraham. I think that there's some really good talent there. I think Russ Barkley looks right now like he's maybe ready to finally take that step that everybody's wanted him to make for like five years now. <laughs> so I think Chelsea will be competitive, but I don't think they have enough to make top four. In fourth, I have the Arsenal. So there's going to be the side from Michael. I mean, it's better. It's an improvement. <laughs> I, I do think they make top four this season. I look at that defense, and I just think it's an absolute nightmare. It doesn't matter. Um, I think that they're <laughs> going to let in goals. They're going to leak like a sieve at the back, and I don't believe they're clinical enough to get enough goals to make up for that. I think they will make enough to make top four, but I look at all three. I look at their front three. 
with Aubameyang, Lacazette, and Pepe. I think they're great players, but I don't think any of them is a true clinical finisher. And I think that they will score a lot of goals, but not enough to make up for that defense. In third, I have Spurs. Spurs are, at this point, kind of like perennial like third place. They're lingering. They're like, yeah. They're the bride, like not even the bridesmaid. I don't know what they are, but they just kind of sit there. They're a very good team. There's a lot of talent, great manager, but just not enough to break into the top two. All right. All right. I guess that makes it my turn. You guys aren't going to like my table. (laughs) I can already tell. (laughs) All right. I'm going to start at seven, and you guys aren't going to like this. Um, Chelsea. Chelsea at seven. I don't mind that. You know, I've been preaching – that Chelsea's going to be falling off a cliff this year, and I'm I'm sticking with it. I do want to say, I didn't know you hate America. I <laughs> I love Christian Pulisic. America's team now, Chelsea. And, and I, seriously, and I will be watching a lot of Chelsea this year for Pulisic. And I really don't have a vendetta against Chelsea, but I just don't see it this year. I don't buy into the Frank Lampard hype yet. He didn't do anything spectacular uh, at Derby, and I. I think it, it's a knee-jerk appointment from them. Sorry, left them high and dry to go to Juventus. And they lost Eden Hazard. They lost their best player. Chelsea would go as Eden Hazard go, as I've said plenty of times. So they're going to need Christian Pulisic-Willian to really step up this year. I don't know if they're the guys to bring them to the top four, even the top six this year with all the talent that's got brought in now. Uh, in six, I have Manchester United. I mean, it seems like that's that's the fair spot for them at this point. Five, six. It doesn't feel like anyone's really bringing them into the top four except Manchester United fans. And, I mean, this is going to sound so ridiculous when I climb up the table and you see where I put Arsenal. <laughs> but, I mean, I'm not sold on Manchester United either. If Paul Pog believes, even if they are to bring in Christian Eriksen, I just don't think it's enough for them. Uh, Harry Maguire, great signing. Aaron Wambasaka, great signing. But I think there's just so many deep-rooted problems in that team. I don't buy it. Who's going to score the goals for them this year, too? That's another issue. Um, Can't wait to get the golden boot. <laughs> yeah, you know, for fuck's sake. <laughs> Jesse Lingard. Oh, yeah. <laughs> in fifth, I actually have Everton. Oh, wow. I, okay. Yeah. You know, and as I was thinking through this and I'm looking at my list, I was like, probably going to lose Kurt Zuma, right? I think you've been spending too much time on the Toffees podcast. Yeah. <laughs> Twitter feed. I do like those guys. Um, I don't know. Just something about Everton. I think I want to see them succeed more than I actually think they will. Uh, I love the Moise Keane signing. If they get Zaha, which it looks like they potentially will be, I think that'll be huge for them. Love Richarlson. Love Gilfie. Backline's the question, I guess, with Everton, as it is with many teams that I enjoy. Um I'm more hopeful for Everton than I think I should be, but I'm putting them at fifth, mostly because I don't want to see Man U and Chelsea be there. <laughs> um, at fourth, I have Tottenham. Tottenham, like you said, they're just they're in there. They're constantly in there. They're doing the old Arsenal where they linger in the fourth, third place spot, and that's their trophy. Uh, so good for you, Tottenham. You've made the Champions League yet again, but you won't win it again. Uh, you won't make it to the final again, I should say, because you've never won it. Uh, and then in third place... I mean, do you want my real table or do you want my heart table? I want both. But if okay. if you look at me, you looked at me like that. If you say City, I will come across this table. This will be the end of the podcast as we know it. Well, I'll I'll have I'll tell you what I have written down. Is here. this you cannot be serious? Uh, it's like I'm not serious, but this is kind of like the bit I'm, I've done now on this I, I, podcast. All right, just go. Let's hear it for the real. <laughs> I have it. Liverpool. I have Liverpool in third here. 
I haven't been sold on their <laughs> It sounds so ridiculous saying that. <laughs> I can't stop laughing. All right, third place is going to be Arsenal. Realistically, <laughs> it's going to be Arsenal. And uh, I do, if you look at my computer, I have them in first. <laughs> <laughs> you just can't not write them there. I understand that. But, but makes sense. realistically, I think Arsenal are are going to be in that third place spot. I think they're going to be pretty comfortable. Last year, they had such a huge chance to do it, and they blew it at the end. They're going to learn from their mistakes. Unai Emery is not going to allow this to happen again. Unai Emery's on his contract year. We're seeing Arsenal making big-time moves and super excited for them this season. I think this is going to be a statement season for Unai. He's going to get that new contract, and we're going to be on the up and up. Anyways, top two? Yeah. All right. I'll go. <laughs> go ahead. So I got a repeat of last year. I got mm-hmm. Liverpool second, and then uh, Man City winning. Jimmy, as do I. Yeah. As do I. Yeah. Wow. Why is that? It's unanimous. Though? Why is that though? Why are we unanimous in shitting on Liverpool here? I don't think we're shitting on Liverpool. I think, and again, maybe it shouldn't come from me, but I think <laughs> <Probably> City. <not. laughs> um, there's two ways you can look at it. Liverpool have not improved really in any way, mm-hmm. unless you believe that another year together, you know. And the fact that they got so close, maybe they make that step up. So maybe for that reason, I think you would say, and I think you can look at City and say they've added Rodri, who gives them another level. They're going to get Cancelo. Um, they brought in Angelino with some minor role, but gives them more cover when Mendy inevitably gets injured, which he's <laughs> injured right now. Yeah. Um, but if you wanted to make the argument for Liverpool, I think you should actually focus on City. And what I mean is Vincent Company is no longer there. Yeah. In the end, Vincent Company pay, played a extremely crucial role. Mm-hmm. And not just the goal against Leicester, but started almost every single game in the run-in. He has been the heart and soul of City for a long time. And with him no longer there, if you're going to make the argument for Liverpool, your argument is that City, one, rely on him for leadership, and two, also rely on him for consistency. Outside of Emmerich Laporte, John Stones and Otamendi are good players. And when they're at their best, they can be almost world-class players when they're at their best. But the thing is, neither one of them has been able to be consistently at their best for long periods. Mm-hmm. So City do have a vulnerability there. As I mentioned on the preview show, I think you will see Fernandinho and possibly Kyle Walker make appearances at center back, which I think you can put Fernandinho anywhere and I feel good. If you told me he's starting in goal, I'd be confident <laughs> because that guy is just, he's the lunch, the king of the lunch pail. <laughs> Um, grit so yeah grit exactly true grit but i think that's your argument if you're trying to say why liverpool could win it you could say that city lost something they did not replace with company yeah butler why are you putting liverpool at the two spot after what they did last year well honestly it's uh it's like you, you can toss them up in the air it's it's heads or tails i mean it was a one point yeah, I mean, it was only that's kind of how I feel. It was one. It was one point. Like, it's it's literally like you. It's one game and it, like, a game of inches too. Yeah, it's it's not like it's. It's Man, not a it's, shot at them. No, it's not like Man City is like one hundred percent gonna win. I just love Man City. Like that sounds weird. Counterintuitive. <laughs> well, you're you're between a rock and a hard place here. That, that sounds that sounds terrible, but like I love Man City. I love how they play. They're they're everything I want in Manchester. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's a it's fair, and I think what Jimmy said was losing company is the only argument against City. Yeah, and like, not even like that. I mean, I sure it is like that much, but it's really not. I wonder how much like that leadership affects the team. Yeah. No. Uh, towards the end of the season, though, for City, it looked company kind of saved them yeah. with that wonder strike. And uh, 
I don't know. I it's, mean, I'm it's, just... It's one thing. It's one little thing. It's like one goal changes the whole table. It's like, it does. If, if he doesn't score that, Liverpool... Win the league, yeah. yeah. I don't know. I mean, Liverpool... The only thing that I can say against them is they have their bad runs of form. And I mean, any team has that. But you just don't see it as much with City. And I have more faith in Manchester City that they're just this mean machine and they're just going to keep doing it over and over again. And Liverpool, I mean, they haven't won it yet. And history tends to repeat itself. I'm not 100% sold that Liverpool are going to win the league. I I, think they might have Champions League glory again. mm -hmm. We'll see. I mean, that's the other thing too. Two things I want to say. One, I think that there's a chance that City do get their head turned towards the Champions League at some point. Yeah. As I've said before, this really needs to be the year, I feel like, for them to make that push with this group, with Pep. I think that there is some... And you saw it when Company's farewell speech, he brought it up. David Silva's last year. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like... Not the last hurrah, obviously, because they have a very young team, but like for Silva, it's the last hurrah. Pep, you don't know how long he's going to be there. Yeah. This is kind of a really great opportunity for them to go for it. So I think that that maybe could benefit Liverpool. But the thing I wanted to say was, I'm going to say this. I don't think we're going to see anywhere near close to points total we saw last season. Really? I think that you're going to win the league this year with like 88, 87 points. Because I think that a lot of teams have gotten better. Oh, that's I look for at sure. the table. I look at Arsenal. I look at Spurs, too. Um, I look at United in a way. I definitely look at Everton. Wolves, Leicester. Yeah. Leicester now has to deal with replacing Maguire. West Ham. Like These are clubs that have gotten better. Plus, I believe the promoted clubs are more They're competitive good. than the teams that went down. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I think, I, like I said, I think that it'll be high 80s this year as opposed to high 90s. To yeah. And one more thing that I'm going to add about why Manchester City should win the league this year. Kevin De Bruyne yeah. was out the entire year last mm-hmm. year and I forgot. Yeah. I forgot that Kevin De Bruyne was barely a part of that. Yeah. And Kevin De Bruyne is potentially the best player in the league. I would argue he is. I, I, I mean, I think it... When healthy. Yeah, when, when healthy, I think it, he... With Hazard gone now, yeah. who I thought was his main competition for that, I think it is him. But. I mean, you can... Mo Salah, too, you can argue. Raheem or Sterling. Virgil van Dyke, Raheem Sterling. Yeah. I mean, there, there's a Bernardo lot of shouts, Silva. but... Yeah. Um, Harry Kane, even, if healthy. Um, yeah. There's multiple players. It, it's just... Kevin De Bruyne is just a different breed. Yeah. And when he's on mm-hmm. the field, he can change a game in an instant. Mm-hmm. And I'm we saw it in the Tottenham game. Think of the Tottenham game, the second game in the Champions League. He was dominant. Not even at 100% yeah. probably. I mean, he's good. <laughs> <laughs> That's the he's insight good. we need yeah. from you, Butler. He's good. He's good. He's good. He's a good, good. player. Uh, bottom three? Are we just going to rattle through it? This one's going to hurt. Peel it off like a Band-Aid. All right. Butler, start at 20. 20? Lowest points total. Uh, Norwich. Norwich. Ooh. All right. I I don't like them. <laughs> <laughs> Any particular reason, or you just jerseys, don't know much about the, them? The, the ugly jerseys, and mm-hmm. whenever I play them in FIFA, it's like, you know, it's like, oh, I could sim this game. This is an easy dub. <laughs> this is the Disrespect. insight that we're looking for. Uh, who do we have at 19? They stink. Uh, all right, they, so, had, they had Pookie. Yeah. 29 goals in the championship. Pookie, 29. Pookie. I could do that. 29. No. <laughs> Matt Butler on FIFA had oh, 190. <laughs> uh, 190 goals in a season. So, uh, 19, sorry, Mike, uh, Brighton? No, wrong. <laughs> yep. It's wrong. Yep. They have Glenn Murray, you know God that? Damn you. Yep. <laughs> you know they have Glenn Murray. Yeah. Well, the best player in the world. Okay. 
Dude. The unspoken best player in the okay. world. We'll just continue. <laughs> uh, 18. This is a hot take. I got Burnley. Oh, Bola, we're on, we're very close on wavelengths yeah. today. Really? On some of this, I got yeah. Hmm. yeah. I thought I thought Drew sold us a little bit on Burnley during the he Premier did, League but preview. can I? Uh, you want me to go? Yeah, go for it. All right, twentieth Sheffield United. Yeah. I am excited to see the overlapping center backs, but goddamn, if you try that against some of these teams, they are going to tear. They're going to punish apart. you. They, yeah, this thing could be bad. I mm-hmm. got Sheffield at seventeen. Oh, Ooh, Sheffield right. survived the blades. So, yes, yes, the blades. The blades. Nineteen. I'm so sorry, Glenn. I'm Are you so fucking high? Sorry. Are the both of you fucking yeah. high? I have Brighton. Um, no. Only so that Glenn Murray can then make his move to Real Madrid. <laughs> <laughs> but I do have Brighton. I am worried about Brighton. I thought the way they ended last season was rough. They were bad. I, they, were, they had issues at the back. Uh, they could possibly be selling Dunk, who I think was their only good defender. I so I am worried about that. Um, and then 18th, I have Burnley as well. Really? I was between Burnley and Newcastle. Mm-hmm. Um, Newcastle, just because of what you did to Rafa, I want you. I, I have like a, some Newcastle. spite now. Yeah, yeah, I've turned on you now. It's like a scorn lover. But um, I just, Burnley have not really done anything to improve. I think the Burnley magic is over. I think the Sean Dyche magic is over. I think he is a good manager. So this is why they may survive. Yep. But I expect them to be in the fight all year. And I question how long you can continue to just slam the ball into Ashley Barnes's head and it continue to be effective. So I have Burnley forever. The answer to that question is forever. <laughs> Ashley Barnes is a mean man, and he will do whatever it takes to get the ball in the back of the net. I have some hot takes here that I don't know if I believe them. Um, in last place, unfortunately, we have the overlapping center backs. We got the Blades. We have Sheffield United uh, being relegated. The easiest at twentieth. Uh, <laughs> 19th, I'm definitely not going Brighton. Brighton was the team where I was like, like Arsenal putting them in first. Sensibly, you shouldn't do that. Brighton, you should probably sensibly put them down. But I'm not going to do that. I have a very hot take here that no one's going to like. Oh, God. Wilfred Zaha is leaving. Oh, boy. Crystal Palace lost their best two players, Aaron Wan-Bissaka, Wilfred Zaha. If that happens, Crystal Palace were bad last year, going down in 19th. Hot take. That's a hot take, but Wrong. I think it might happen. Why? They I'll weren't you, good. I'll tell you why when I they get weren't to my good at breakthrough all. player. All right. That's when I'll tell oh, you why. Boy. Who the hell is that Crystal Palace that's going to be a breakthrough? <laughs> no. We'll God. get to it when we get to good breakthrough. God, if you say Ben Tenke for your breakthrough player, I'm going to come across the table. Uh, and then in 18th, I really didn't want to do it, but I have here Newcastle. Wow. I'm sad about it. Uh, I do think they made two very good signings in Joe Linton and our boy St. Maxim, who's the Gucci headband man. The Gucci headband. <laughs> um, I think that those are both really good players. I don't know about the manager over there, uh, Steve Bruce. A lot of Newcastle fans are very upset about that appointment. I, I'm not buying into the hype here. Their manager, uh, not ideal. Their owner, the people hate him. I think the Newcastle fans are going to be rioting by November. People are and rioting. The people... <laughs> it's a little Hamilton reference for those people who got that. Oh, yeah. Oh, Hamilton is so good. Oh, yeah. We do have to sidetrack this. Michael has now seen Hamilton. I've oh. seen Hamilton. Butler, I don't think you have you. No, nope, I have not. Well, first of all, you need to get yourself there. Hamilton is a masterpiece. Incredible. Go see it if it's in your city. Just so have to say that. good. All right. 
Where are we going to go next with the accolades here? Do we have one that sticks out, Jimmy? Well, hmm. I think let's go with the least exciting first. Mm-hmm. The old Golden Glove. Sorry, goalkeepers. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to ask Michael to start. I got Ederson. Ederson? I yeah. I got your boy Ederson. Yay! You know, Allison, Allison's doing Allison things this preseason where he's, he was looking a little bit sloppy. And I have full faith in Allison that he's going to figure it out. But I've, I've seen some videos of Allison circulating that he's, you know, just making those stupid mistakes. Mm-hmm. And uh, I'm picking City to win the league. I have Ederson as the Golden Glove winner. I mean, Virgil van Dyke is in front of Allison, yeah. so maybe that that should change my well, mind. But for that reason, mm-hmm. I have Allison. Yeah, I you know? have Allison as yeah. well. And I believe Ederson is a better goalkeeper than Allison. I will die on that hill. Mm-hmm. But uh, again, City's center back situation is fluid at the moment. Yeah, uh, Liverpool's is less fluid. There's still some movement, but again, I think. They will settle into Joe Gomez with Van Dyke, which I think is actually a really good partnership. You don't like Joe so, Gomez? You know, Joe Gomez? <laughs> I, just, I just looked at my notes and oh. so I just laughed. So I, I, uh, I, I will go Allison. All right. Yeah, Butler, you got Allison too. Yeah, I do, I do have Allison. I think you guys have been cheating off each other's <laughs> list here. We have Burnley and We are Allison. sharing the same mic. That might yeah. be it. Yeah, I know. You usually sit on my lap when you do this. I'm a little bit jealous, actually. Um, where are we going to go next here? What was your call this time? Most assist? Ooh, most assist. I like starting with Butler. How about, uh, let's not do that. You no, know. you don't have that one yet? <laughs> no, I do have that. I do have that. But we need to do worst transfer first. All right. You want to do worst and best right. transfer? No, no, no. Worst transfer. Just then we worst. Can do, then we can do most assists. All right. That's fine. All right. <laughs> Make sure we get back to the best transfer then. Okay. Uh, I'm going to go first. Okay. Okay. So we have, uh, this, is, this is August 6th. So this has not happened yet. But uh, worst transfer is Christian Eriksen for uh, Tottenham. <laughs> uh, I'm saying that not from a United fan because I love it, but I'm saying that for a Tottenham standpoint because that's a terrible, terrible transfer for them, and it is going to be a lot of money. They're going to get a lot of money from United, and it's. So and you're thinking this is happening? Oh, it's happening. You're, you're, it's you're it's in, a done deal. And it's I like your deal. approach because yeah. I looked at worst transfer. And I'm thinking who spent money stupidly. Yeah. I like that you went with. No, who sold someone they should not have sold? Yes, so I respect I, that. I, I don't think I don't think that's a that's a smart move by them. And this also goes into my breakthrough player. Um, but yeah, Christian Eriksen to United is my <laughs> so, transfer. So do you think it's a good move for United then? Oh, I love the move. Even no matter how much money it is. Yeah, no, you don't like, care about the money. Throw the money. What, what is it? 130 mil? That's pocket change. Christ. That's pocket change. You could sign Mbappe. You could sign <laughs> no, that's Neymar. False. That's false. <laughs> All right, Jimmy. False. Who's yours? My worst transfer is Kovacic. Okay. Oh, that's a good shout. Um, as if you remember back to the World Cup shows way back in the day, in the infancy of the Mostly Soccer podcast, I thought Kovacic was going to be a breakthrough star of the World Cup. Mm-hmm. I thought in that midfield with Rakitic and Modric, he was going to be great. He barely played. Then yeah. he went to Chelsea, and we saw why he barely played. Because he stinks. <laughs> and he's unfit. He can't last 90 minutes. He, I am just not sold on him. $51 million. I think in Oof. the end, the only reason Chelsea made that transfer was because of the transfer ban, and they were allowed to make this one because it was you know the option to buy was already there. I think if they did not have that, they would have looked in a different direction for a midfielder. Yeah. Um, so I am not sold on Kovacic. I'm out, completely out on him. Wow. That's a good shout. I, I told you guys mine before we started, and I hate to say it, but for the money, for the money, it's Harry Maguire, right? $80 million for a center back. That's 
fairly average, right? Harry Maguire is above average, but he's not anything spectacular where you watch him and you, and you like when you watch Virgil Van Dyke, you just know this guy's a boss. Harry Maguire, it's like he's good. Mm-hmm. He's good. Yeah, I he's wanna, not eighty million good. I want to ask Butler's take. Butler's a United fan. What is your take on the Maguire transfer? So yes, it is a lot of money. There's no denying that. But you need to look at it's a Premier League to Premier League trade. They're somewhat rivals. I mean, it's it's they're what couple couple teams off. Leicester. Yeah. I got yeah. Leicester at nine on here, and mm-hmm. you guys got United at six. Six. I got them <laughs> at three, but that's nobody's business. So, <laughs> so like that, and and like Erickson, I I saw we were talking about on the way here, Mike. Uh, Erickson, if he was traded to United or somebody in the Premier League, it's, he's going for like what 130 million. Nearly double yeah. what they expect from and to if, go for another league. Exactly. So like, I get it. I the premium. I get it. Yeah. In the it's, English it's, it's premium yes. as well. Yes, I get it. It's a lot. And you need to look at United. They got billions nice. of dollars. <laughs> they don't. They don't need to worry about money. They are. That's pocket change for them. Mm-hmm. So, I yeah. mean, yeah, yeah no. it's a lot. It's a lot. But I, if it's to better their team, and I do think he betters the team because Chris Small extends. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, yeah, so I, I can't be mad at it. I'm, if I'm a United I'm fan, it. I'm ecstatic yeah, that we got I'm, Harry Maguire, right? All for it. But looking from the outside in and just thinking from, like, a, a business perspective, yeah. like, there are probably better center backs that you could have got for $80 million. Whoa. I think yeah. that the, here's the issue. I think it's a great move for United because they needed to get. They address they a giant him. issue. He, yes. He's a good player. Yep. Um, I don't think he's a world class player, but he's a very good center back. Yep. Um, you can do a hell of a lot worse. Yep. The issue is when you look at the lit going for less. Laporte, <laughs> that's that's the thing that's important. Going for like thirty million la- like players who I think are better players going for less is you know concerning. The real issue is what does this do to the transfer market going mm-hmm. forward? Like, that's where I look at it and I get concerned because I've already seen that uh, Lester made contact with uh, Bournemouth about Nathan Ake and we're told $70 million for Nathan Ake. Mm-hmm. So this is the issue. When you get that money, when you make that statement, now Harry Maguire is an $80 million pound defender. Everybody else's amount goes all out of whack. It's like the yeah. Neymar transfer. It throws everything way out of whack. But in the end, I think United needed to make this move. I think it was the right move. Yep. Great move financially. I question it. Yep. And I can't think of anything off the top of my head. Kovacic was a really great shout for the worst transfer. <laughs> uh, I wonder how good Joe Linton's going to be for Newcastle. Just, I feel like Newcastle have a history of just buying bad strikers. <laughs> and uh, I don't know about the service over there, so it could make them look worse than it is. But I'm going to stick with McGuire. And you didn't want to go to the best transfer, though. You wanted to go to most assists after yep, that? Yep. All right, so go ahead. Most uh, assists. Most assists. I uh, got Christian Eriksen for, no, uh, for fuck's sake. For Manchester United. <laughs> Playing in the United Red. He's going to have the most assists. Yep, yep. He's, uh, I mean, he's going to be dangerous. I'll, I'll tell you that. I mean, <laughs> Who's he passing to? Rashford. Oh, Rashford. Rashford, who is uh, my golden boot winner. Oh, spoiler oh, alert. No. Spoiler alert. No, boo job. this man. <laughs> so... Christian Eriksen is the reason why people win golden boots at Harry Kane. Mm. So, well, I mean... Shots fired. <laughs> I mean, he's not wrong. He's, he's not, not wrong. completely wrong. No, I'm definitely not wrong. <laughs> uh, Rashford just got to get within five feet and, you know, Eriksen will find him. That's it. That's it. It's easy to score when you're up close unless your name is Aubameyang. <laughs> <laughs> 
Uh, all right, Jimmy. I guess go assist and then golden boot. Okay. Double well, amount. Assist. Kevin De Bruyne yeah. makes his return. I have the same thing. Kevin yeah. De Bruyne. That's yeah. fair. Makes That's his fair. return, regains his crown yep. as the assist king. And then my golden boot is Raheem Sterling. Wow. I think there he is going to score boatloads of goals. <laughs> <laughs> he is going to score so many goals. Um, I think if Sané leaves, I'm not sure if this hurts it or actually helps it. Hmm. Because I think if he leaves, Sterling will play every single game. He will play at least 35 Premier League games as in start when I say that. And if he starts that many games, the thing with Sterling is this. Is he ever going to be the most clinical finisher in the world? No. But the man, he's shown better finishing in preseason out and uh, not great decision making the, in the, uh, the uh, Community Shield this previous uh, weekend. But he did score a goal in that game, got himself in amazing positions. He, there are a few players who are better at positioning themselves than Sterling. And in the City team that is going to score a boatload of goals, he is going to be the captain. So yeah. I, I, I just think I think it's Raheem Sterling. Yeah, I got a, as I said, I got, I'm on the same page with you with Kevin De Bruyne coming back and regaining his assist crown. And then the golden boot. He's going to retain it. Obama Yank. Da, 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 da. He looks so good in preseason. Uh, we have so many options there surrounding him now. We got Pepe, who's just going to drive up players. going to put balls on a silver platter for him. We got Denny, Danny Ceballos, <laughs> the cowboy in the midfield. The, I love that he has become a cowboy. <laughs> because be we can't thing. pronounce his name. And, uh, you know, if we get Philip Coutinho, <laughs> which doesn't look like it's going to happen now. But if we were to bring in someone else to play on the left there, um, we don't really need to because Aubameyang goes out wide. Lacazette goes up the middle, vice versa. Arsenal going to score. A boatload of goals, Jimmy. As you said, that Manchester City are. And the captain, his name is Pierre-Emerick Aubameyang. 27 <laughs> goals this year. Golden boot. Oh, 27. You know, I was going to ask the question, Jimmy. How many over uh, over under 28 goals for Sterling? I actually think he's going to score 30 goals. All right. Which really? I know is crazy. No, I know that's crazy. It's not. But I just... And, all right, I'm going to go into it. He's my player of the year. Oh, okay. <laughs> so okay. I, I am, for me... I think this is the season he levels up and he becomes a truly elite player. Um, I'm thinking similar to Salah's season from two years ago. I think that's going to be the season Sterling has. He's going to have so many chances that he just cannot help but score so many goals. (laughs) So I think this is a massive year for Raheem Sterling. Yeah, I mean, I can't deny that Raheem Sterling is incredible and every year he progresses and looks even better than the last. It's a fact. I mean, I, I don't dislike that, and I don't dislike him winning the Golden Boot, as I probably would have in years previous to this. Mm-hmm. Butler, who do you have as your player of the year? I don't even want to know. I don't even want to know. Because <laughs> that face. <laughs> People can't see it, but you're making the weirdest face. I am. I'm not going to deny that. And it's... Uh... Paul Pogba. Oh, good God. What, at Real Madrid? <laughs> what say, is this a La Liga, Liga player of the year? Listen, listen, Pogba's not leaving. Of course he well, is. At least not until no, December. Not. Yeah. <laughs> or, or, or January, but he's here for now. And I think I'm, he's not my breakthrough player of the year, but, I mean, he technically could be. Because he he's been so bad. He hasn't been fantastic. Uh, I'll give him that. But I say he does phenomenal i'm gonna say no, he gets like God, he's no. gonna get like 12 assists and like 20 goals 20 if paul that's pogba a, scores 20 goals that is that's yaya Torre. you're basically saying he has the yaya Torre. it was in 2014 
I think it was 20 goals and over 10 assists. Which, if he has that, then by all means, yeah, player of the year. Exactly. But, I mean, there's, no. as far as I've ever seen, there's only one Yaya Torre. But that that's literally... Pogba, actually, it's funny, is that's who I've always looked at him and said, you should be the new Yaya Torre. He, like, you he, really should be. Like, you, know, you have all the ability. He does. He's got the big body. The body, the, the that, the, like, the sneaky speed yes, when yes. he's, like, the long stride speed. Yep. But, yeah, I mean... He I, has the potential to do it, and that's the... The, the, the mentality it, it just gets me so mad i think it's the team around him it's that more too. than anything yeah. i think he has a case of the mesut ozils a little bit he's got a lot of expectation and he doesn't have a team around him he yeah. thrives with good players and manchester united don't have that arsenal haven't had that so i don't know i guess i i'd, I'd just like to i just i mean I gotta, i'm i'm here for the hot takes you're hopeful you're I'm more here. hopeful than anything you know i was i was that's my i was in a class uh over the summer and and it was an English class, and all the stories we read, I was the person who she's like, "All right, you're the hopeful one. How are you? You're the you're the class How do you think about this?" <laughs> you definitely been optimistic on uh, this podcast. I, I am very, very optimistic. Yeah. All right. All right. So Paul to go to someone who is the opposite of optimistic, Michael. <laughs> who do you have for player of the year? Great transition. No, it's not. It's not Nicholas Pepe. Oh, well, that's what I thought. Yeah, it's not. Uh, again, Kevin De Bruyne. Kevin De Bruyne, I'm, I love Kevin De Bruyne. I mean, it, there's just no denying his majesty when he gets on the field. That creepy, creepy man, Kevin De Bruyne, he's going to have a fantastic season because he plays on Manchester City, and he is just a gem. Uh, not many people like him. Kevin De Bruyne, we've been singing his praises this whole podcast, Player of the Year for me. Rightfully so. I don't know how nobody likes him, like... I feel like no, we forgot about him. him. We no, forgot about him. I think he meant there's not many people like him. Yeah, that's oh. what I said, right? I said nobody likes yeah, him. I feel like he's universally liked in most oh, yeah. cases, yeah. I love him. He's like one of the few famous people I follow on Instagram. <laughs> I love that dude. His passes are prime. I look uh, his passes are prime. All right. Do we want to go back to the best transfer now? Best young player or the breakthrough player? Let's do... Let's do the transfer, because we already did the worst, so let's okay. do the best. Okay. Let me start, because I have the most obvious one. I, I feel like we're going to be universal. We may be on the same wavelength. Are we going to? I mean, oh, no, we're not. Gonna pick. No, we're not. Definitely oh, not. never mind. Oh, you disappoint me. Well, there's one right answer, and I have it. Yeah. It's Nico Pepe. Yeah. Oh, my God. Are you kidding me? Nico Pepe is going to light this league on fire. Nico Pepe, I swapped out my entire fantasy Premier League to bring this guy aboard. He is going to be incredible. <laughs> I did. I changed out everyone. You can't recognize the team anymore. Um, he's going to be so good. He, The main thing that I'm excited for about him is not only his speed, not only his assist ability, not only his goal-soaring ability. It's the thing that Arsenal lack so much. Talent? <laughs> his ability to dribble at players. He has no problem taking players on. That's what I was excited about when Zaha was being rumored to Arsenal. Nicholas Pepe looks like he's the guy to do that. He's going to be incredible. And I just can't wait to see him light this league on fire. Uh, Butler, I want to hear who your best transfer is. My boy, Yuri. Uh, Lester uh, signed him officially this year because uh, he was on loan last year. Uh, Yuri Telemans. Telemans. Teletubby. Telemans. 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 You become a Southern. If we can't pronounce the name, it becomes a Southern okay. name. So Teletubbies yeah. is, a, is a big fan of mine. Um, back to FIFA. I bring everything back to FIFA. For fuck's sake. Back to FIFA. He is awesome. He is, uh, all right. He's I, good I, on I, FIFA. I bring him, I bring him into 
all my teams where like I start off. I start There's off, no factual data behind yeah. this aside from that he has a potential rating increase in FIFA. <laughs> and it's not even a little one. It's a big one. He goes from uh, 80 to 94 and, and, and like that. Christ. All right, Jimmy, what do you have here? I, I mean, it's hard to follow that up. I actually agree that Yuri Tillman's is great. He's not my choice. Mm-hmm. But I agree that that is a great transfer. I am a big fan of his. I think you will see him eventually being transferred to another club and Leicester getting another ridiculous transfer fee. Mm-hmm. But my pick is Moise Kent. Great the shout. steal of the summer. From Juventus to Everton. Everton getting him for less than 30 million pounds. It's been reported there is no buyback clause. This is highway robbery. This kid is going to be a star. He is... The talent there is insane. I expect him... I don't think immediately, but within two seasons, he will be finally the replacement to Lukaku that Everton has lost. Mm. And I think he may be better. Wow. I... Am, I am rate, rate him very, very highly. I think he is a world-class talent. I think Juventus are foolish to let him go away. I, if I was Juventus, I would have walked Iguain, Mandzukic, Dybala, all three of them, to the airport just to keep Moisekin. They lost the best one of the, three, of the four, if you ask me. So mm-hmm. I think this is a steal. I think it will take him time to adjust, but... By the end of the season, everyone's going to be saying this guy next season is going to be a star. So it may you may not see it all now, but this is, in my opinion, the best transfer. Yeah, I mean, I think if Pepe wasn't top of my mind and clearly the best transfer of the summer, that I would probably <laughs> I would probably have picked Moise Keane just because uh, an incredible bargain, 19 years old, I think, and I mean he fills such a void that Everton have needed, and I think he's going to be perfect. Uh, I do want to ask you guys, though, over or under 10 goals? For Ken? Yeah. Um, 11. So over. 11? Over. Push. Push? Yeah, 10? Yep. And even 10? I think that's fair. I do want to say, I think the Zaha, if Zaha comes in, it does affect that. I think he'll be Better. given more time. No, I think really? he'll have less goals with Zaha there. Just because I think that, um, I think they'll take their time with Kane. Uh, Kane, I, I struggle with this name. I'm not going to make him Southern, though. Um, I struggle with it. But I think with Zaha there, they'll have time to breed him in. They won't have to rush him. He may not start the big, big matches with Zaha there. I think if without it, I think he's just getting thrown right in. Yeah. So I think in the long term, it helps because I think they'll be a better team with Zaha. But for the for this season, it may actually decrease his tally. I got him, I got him at just under. I got him at nine goals. And a few assists. I think he's going to have a very good year. It's very solid. Uh, but what do we have next here that we're going to go to? Uh, best young player? Who do we have here? Do we have any, any shouts here? I'm going to guess what Jimmy's going to say. Go ahead. Phil Foden. I did not say Phil Foden. Really? Because I think we're one year off of Phil Foden. Okay. I think that while Silva's there with Gundogan, with Rodri, I just don't know. I think we'll see Foden play a decent amount. But I don't think to the point where he can be best young player. Um, I think next year he will actually be full, a full-fledged member of the team. But um, I almost wanted to go Moise Ken, but I did not. I know um, where you're going. You're coming you to me. No. No? No. <laughs> I'm going a real surprise. I'm going Mason Mount. Oh, oh fuck out of here with Mason I, Mount. I, I, I think Mount. Mason Mount Are is another me? great talent. I think he's going to be given the chance at Chelsea. 
um, as well as like I mentioned before, a lot of young players are. I think he, I think he's going to be a really, really, really good player. He's going to surprise a lot of people. So I want Mason Mount. Wow, Butler, you want Mason Mount too? Well, no. So I have love Mason Mount. <laughs> uh, <laughs> is that a movie? No, no, no. That is that is under under my young player. If Erickson gets um, goes to United. <laughs> Um, you have the everything is based off the scenario that yes. Christian Eriksen goes to United. Yes, I know. So a lot of hot takes. <laughs> a lot of hot takes. So I have Oliver Skip. Oliver Skip. <laughs> Oliver Skip. <laughs> I wasn't expecting that. I'll tell you that much. Uh, yeah, he's a midfielder at Tottenham. Oh, for um, fuck's sake, Oliver Skip. <laughs> love his name. Yeah. Uh, High potential on FIFA, I assume. No, no, actually, actually, I, I can't say he does. I, I haven't ever tried mm-hmm. getting him or signing him, but I'm definitely gonna look into it. I, I looked up some things. I looked up like some uh, uh, most potential, like potential players on you know everybody's team, mm-hmm. and Oliver Skip was Tottenham's, and I I thought it fit perfectly. Since Eric can, <laughs> he's gonna get his chance. He's gonna, he's gonna get his chance. <laughs> he's gonna, he's gonna get in there. So. Oliver Skip. Imagine Oliver Skip comes onto the scene like double-digit assistant goals. I was gonna say Butler. I'm not saying double-digit. I'm saying he's gonna get, <laughs> he's gonna get his fair share. He's gonna be, he's gonna surprise people. He's, yes. All yes. right. Here's what I want to say. Go ahead. I've been out on Butler with the FIFA takes. Oh, I've been man. out on you on your takes today. <laughs> You're in but, on Oliver Skip, but I'm in on Oliver Skip. If he, if he, this is, this is literally, this is shooting your shot. Butler has come <laughs> in and he has thrown Oliver Skip on the table. He's going all in, oh and I God. respect it. And I, I like Oliver Skip. I'm all in on Oliver Skip. All right, fair enough. I have a few players here. Yeah, I did. Just a second <laughs> ago. He's a goofy looking bastard. That's one oh, thing I have what to say. 19? 18. <laughs> All right. I have a few few shouts here. Uh, the first one, I think, maybe is undone because of the great season that he had last year, is going to be Matteo Guendouzi. He's still 20 years old. He's going to be starting probably uh, 75% of the games for Arsenal, and he's just uh, a stud in the making. Uh, I'm I'm not gonna choose him though because he just had such a great year last year, so I'm gonna go with someone else. Uh, and I'm also gonna go to Tottenham. Ooh. Kyle Walker Peters, okay, the replacement to Trippier, <laughs> yeah, um, a guy who we've seen play a few times in the Premier League that obviously has some potential. Tottenham are entrusting him with the full time right back position. It looks like, and I think he's gonna have a chance to impress people. I think that's a uh, a fantastic shot for him to make a name for himself and become the best young player. And I would be remiss if I did not mention Joe Willock for Arsenal, who seems like he's going to have a lot of playing time this year. And uh, very excited for him, especially if Mesut Ozil goes to uh, DC United. That's the rumor floating around now <laughs> so that strange. Wayne Rooney's uh, back at Derby come the end of this MLS season. Best so, transfer? Yeah, potentially. <laughs> Joe Willock is going to have uh, some time to play this year. I think they're going to play the babies at Arsenal, and I'm excited. Uh, what do we have next here? A break. A That's break. what we have. Yes. I forgot about that. So let's take a minute and thank our sponsors. Finding the right pros for home projects can be tough and spark a lot of questions like, how do I find a pro who can help? Will they do a good job? Will I get a fair price? That's where HomeAdvisor can help. From leaky faucets to major remodels, HomeAdvisor connects you to the right pro for the job in seconds and even helps you get a fair price. 
read reviews, check project cost guides, and book appointments. Go to HomeAdvisor.com or download the free HomeAdvisor app to start your next project. And we're back. So before we get into the breakthrough player and the manager of the year, potentially not in that order, I want to encourage everyone to join our Fantasy Premier League. We have over 100 people in this league, people that probably don't even listen to this podcast, just found the hashtag. That's fine. I'm going to be shipping shirts over to Dubai. Don't know where these people are located, but we're glad to have you in the league. So look to our Twitter, look to the description of this podcast, and I will have the FPL code there, how you can join. And come join the fun, win some prizes. Get on the podcast if you win a league. Uh, get on the podcast no matter what, because we allow anyone on here, even people who decide to talk about FIFA, FIFA potentials. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so let's get back into it. We have Manager of the Year, Jimmy. Okay, so Manager of the Year usually, let's be real, goes to the manager who wins a league. Yep. So we all have City winning, realistically, Pep. I'm going to surprise you. I'm going to throw, and this is not me pandering to Michael. I'm going to go <laughs> my low-key surprise, Unai Emery. Why would you ever pander to me, first of all? Yeah, you never do. <laughs> I never do. I, I usually like to pick on you, but this time I'm going to be nice. Um, I actually think that Arsenal will develop a good deal this season. Yes. I think they're going to yes. progress. I think he's going to have a lot of work to do. So I am going to go with Unai Emery as like a surprise. I think Pep will win because I think City will win. But I think Unai Emery could really surprise. And here's my other low-key thing. We know I'm kind of torn on Marco Silva. I, I call him the snake oil going. salesman. I've called him that many a time. Mm-hmm. It's time for him to prove if his stuff works. Is he selling stuff that actually is a miracle? Or is he selling the snake oil? Mm-hmm. So I want to see what happens if Everton climb into the top four. If they climb yeah. into top six, maybe. But definitely if they climb into top four, manager of Marco Silva. Yeah. Butler, why don't you go? I'm going with good old... Don't even say... Pep. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> A good old Ole yeah, just sounded like, like it was going like to roll that. off the I know, tongue. <laughs> I know. That's what I was going for. <laughs> All right, yeah. Yeah, going with Pep. I mean, it's kind of... Guy who wins yeah. it. I mean, it's kind of a redundant question. Yeah. I guess we're just... It's like Pep is going to win it, right? Yeah, if I they mean, win so, the league. So, or Klopp if they win the league. So don't ask. I mean... <laughs> don't, it's not true. Don't even ask. Um, I kind of wanted to give a shout to Brendan Rodgers here. Oh, right? the brunch. Right, Brendan Rodgers is a great manager. I actually, and I think we're, we're sleeping on Leicester City a little bit now because they got rid of Harry Maguire, who's a big piece to mm-hmm. them. But if they can sign a center back before mm-hmm. Friday, mm-hmm. big things are coming from Leicester City. I think regardless, big things are coming from Leicester City. And I think I was, I was shitty not to mention them. We were all kind of shitty yep. not to mention them in the top six. I'm looking for Brendan Rodgers to make a huge Well, we didn't mention them year. or Wolves, which I think are two teams that would Wolves are, are going to struggle. Wolves are going to have Europa League this year, and I think that's going to be tough for them that's to cope with because they haven't had that in so long. While, while we're talking on managers, I have a question for you two. I think Butler's clearly not going to be in on this. <laughs> will Oli be at the wheel come the end of the season? Because I think he's going to be gonzo come hmm. February. That's tough. I mean, I'd like to hear from the United fan. Is Ole going to last through the season? He's got them third. He has to have him lasting. Yeah, right. I mean, yes. Yeah. <laughs> A resounding yes. yes. Um, do I think Ole is going to be there? If they finish sixth, probably not. And if they bring in Christian Eriksen, another big-time signing, probably not. If they if they fail like we expect them to, me and Jimmy. Um 
I don't know. I, I think Ole has a lot of good credit built up at United for what he's done there and how he kind of turned their season around a little bit last year. But I don't see him getting fired in like January, December. I think maybe at the end of the season they might have a, like an amicable, amicable breakup. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I, I don't. I don't know if I see him there next year. Come this time, depending on how they do. Yeah. Yeah. Like I if mean, they, if they do good, if they finish top four, top four is the goal for United, right? Yeah. I. I. I, I mean, no. It's, they, it's, obviously, it's, they want to win. I'm not like, come on. It's, they, I know it's Manchester United, and I feel the same way saying it about Arsenal. Exactly. But it's they like, obviously want to win, but yes, top four is. I, I, realistic goal for fans is top I am four. Happy with top four. Yeah, you just want to be. Champions League secure. Yep. Um, and we next, one last. we have the breakthrough player. Yes. Yep. Do you Who's want me to go? Since yeah, I go ahead. Stuff? Okay, so I debated with this on three players. Mm-hmm. One, Jack Grealish making his return to the Premier League. Good shout. Big fan of his. Yep. I think he will have a good year. Then, I thought, someone we love on this podcast. Not Glenn Murray level love, but Rob Hold the Door holding ah that's who i am <laughs> yes that's so I, I have him high on the list but in the end i went a different route oh. this is where i go to crystal palace andros townsend this is so bad this is a bad take listen if they move big wolf zaha which i believe they will He's i believe be townsend worse. is going to step up no. i think we are going to see the best season he has yet i think it may be enough to even get him a move uh, so I I'm in I like Andres Townsend. That goal he scored against City last year was one of the most incredible goals I've ever seen. I rate him very highly as a player. I think he's goal. gonna have a big year. <laughs> I hate that Jimmy. Because of that goal, I really don't like I that don't, one. I don't like it. Yeah, I mean you guys aren't gonna like mine either. Go, so. go ahead, Butler. I, if it's Marcus Rashford, I'm gonna hit you. Mine's uh, Mark. No, <laughs> <laughs> I have a uh, Lindelof. Lindelof's a good shout. I I like Lindelof. I think, I think he was all, like he was pretty good last year. I, I mean, like he wasn't terrible. <laughs> I mean, working with the rest of the team, you have to put into context. But like some of the some of the stuff I've seen from the preseason, like he's he's, I feel like he's getting more comfortable and he's like bringing the ball up and he's just you know looking confident. And I, I really hope he brings that in to the especially if McGuire's back there. Having a counterpart finally. Yeah. And so. Wambasaka. Yes, so like I, I, I like I like Lindelof. Yeah, right. I, like I don't think I don't hate that. I don't hate that as nearly as much as I hate Andros Townsend. I think Townsend is going to be worse without Zaha. And I, you know what? You're not going to like this, Jimmy. Glorified Theo Walcott. Theo Walcott, if he played on a bad team. I true or really false? Don't like that. No, he's better than he's so much better than Theo Walcott. Is he though? I, I think he's a. I like Townsend. I think Townsend is a good. Player. Townsend's good, but. Like for that goal against City, he's good for that and like a few more throughout the season, like moments where you're like, "Wow, Townsend can be exciting." And other than that, he's just quiet. I, I just I think he's a good player. I think you're selling him a little short, yeah. but I do like Lindelof actually a lot. I've defended Lindelof. United fans guys. love Lindelof. I love that man's. And that man's. <laughs> that man's. <laughs> uh, all right, I have Rob Holding as I alluded to as a breakthrough player. Rob Holding, my knight in shining armor. <laughs> I can't wait to see him back on the field, uh, back from his torn ACL. He's going to be a stud. He's going to fix the whole Arsenal defense. It's the reason why we don't give a fuck about our defense, because him and Hector Bellerin are coming back, and they're two tens. I do love Rob Holding. He's so good. He like, really was my second choice, and I was so close to going him, but I knew that you guys would hate on Townsend, and I had to defend <laughs> my man. No, 
not even being a homer and loving Rob Holding like I do, but he's genuinely a fantastic defender when he plays. He's a very good player. He was excellent at the beginning of last he year. Was I was so sad good. to see him get oh, hurt. That was... I, I, I think Rob Holding will be a very pleasant surprise for not yeah. only Arsenal fans, but for the Premier League fan in general. Yeah. As Arsene Wenger said, he didn't cost $50 million, so he can't be good. Nobody asked. <laughs> um, and another one I have is Aosi Perez. Uh, we know that Aosi Perez is a very good player. Went to Leicester City mm-hmm. for a fair sum, yep. I think $30, $30 million. But yep. can you be a breakthrough player if you've had a good season Well, before? that's what I was going to say. I feel like he was a breakthrough player last year. But even so, it's not like... I'm not thinking about Aosi Perez in like the, the tier of... I don't know who... I'm like Christian Eriksen is too far for Aosi Perez, but is this the season that he gets to a level close to that? Well, I think he's more of a forward. Yeah, but I mean, he's like a center attacking mid, center forward. I think of him like a Wilfred Zaha. Yeah, he's kind of in that That's kind of what I think of him. But but when you think of Wilfred Zaha, I put him above Aosi Perez. Yeah, I think that's right? fair, and I think Aosi has the potential to get there. So yeah, I agree with you on that. Yeah, so that's that's gonna be my second pick, Aosi Perez. I think Leicester City fans are gonna be pleasantly surprised with the front line of James Madison, uh, <laughs> Jamie Vardy, and Aosi Perez. I think that's gonna be an awesome team to watch, and the Braj at the helm. Yes. All right, but Jimmy, this is our favorite part of the podcast. We haven't got to do it in so damn long it's time it's time for the predictions gavin get your notepad out gavin (laughs) all right jimmy why don't you talk about something while i pull up the games here because i'm not prepared i just (laughs) i i I, first of all gavin you got three people to jot down today so busy work for you god bless i am so excited to have the fixtures back starting friday we are just we're days away guys three days baby from the return of the Premier League for what I think is going to be an exceptional season. Yeah. I think there's going to be drama throughout the table. Um, VAR now VAR being implemented. VAR is here. Um, uh, it's going to be interesting. Um, maybe VAR will also learn that you can't let Fernando Llorente punch the ball into the net. Um, still salty. All right, I got I the games here. Go. All right, I, I want to give uh, one question before we start the predictions. Does VAR decide a game in week one? Does it turn the tide on a game in week one? Do we get a winning goal from VAR in week one? I don't know if we get a winning goal. We will get a penalty awarded via VAR. Butler? No. No? No VAR? Well, there Influence? Will be, I don't think it's going to be winning. Turning the tide? No. I'm going to say yes. I think it's I'm, and I'm going to tell you the game where we see it, too. Okay. All right. So we have on Friday, August 9th, the Premier League is coming back home. We have at 3 p.m. Eastern time, we have Liverpool at Anfield versus Norwich City. Butler, who do you have? Um, so Get close to the mic. Let's um, just skip this one because I think we all have the, the same. <laughs> <laughs> it's uh, obviously Liverpool by a million. By a million. <laughs> Liverpool, a million to nil. Norwich no, don't even get no, on the board. Probably, probably I'm going to say th- four nil. 4 now. Liverpool. I like that. Is that your lock of the week? Because we're doing this thing now. A lock of the week. Yeah, I'll do that. Lock of the week. Lock of the week. All right. He doesn't even want to hear the other games. No, I don't. I Jimmy? Don't need, I don't need to. I am going to go Liverpool 3-1. I do believe Norwich get their first Premier League goal this yeah. game. Nope. Lock of the week or no? No. All right. I got Liverpool 4-1. I was, I was in on the four goals to Liverpool, but I think Norwich are going to get one. Timo Pukki, he scored 29 in the championship. But, I mean, Liverpool are probably going to lay off the gas a little bit. Um, is it my lock of the week? 
Yeah. Yeah. It's it's the it's the How clear it game. Be? All right. All right. You want to do it? <laughs> no, no, no. Yes. It is the lock different. of the week. It's the truth. Different. I wanted to pick something different, but no, it, it is the lock of the week. I'm I looking at these other games. Way. I can't see any way Liverpool don't win this game. Yeah, the other games are pretty closely contested. I think. I'll let you know what I was contemplating. All right. Also, uh, I'll, I'll give another one. All right. And then we have, we're going to give two lock of the weeks each then. And then we have Saturday, August 10th. We have West Ham at 7.30 a.m. Eastern time versus Manchester City. Um, here's a statement I want to make. Why, here's something the NFL does right. Why, Premier League, why is the champ not the first game? Should City mm. not be the first game? Let's just say that. But regardless of the point, Manchester City, 3-1. I mean, Liverpool is the champion of the world. Ooh. Let's get your score for the City West Ham game. Uh, Yikes. Uh City, um um what'd you say? Did you say three one. Three one? I'm okay. going three one every match. Three one okay. across I'm go- the board. I'm going you know two nil. Two nil. Two nil. West Ham? Yes. <laughs> no, no, no. Fuck. City, man city. Alright. Um I'll go two one here. I don't think it's gonna be as clear cut as three one. West Ham are at home, their first game, I think. Their new guy, Holler, is going to get a goal. And Manchester City are going to come away with the W in week one. Then we have at 10 a.m., we have Bournemouth at home versus Sheffield United. The Blades overlapping CBs. Butler, who do you have? I got a 2-1 victory to Sheffield. Wow, Sheffield coming out of the gate with a dub at yep. Bournemouth. Yep. Jimmy. Wow. Love wow. that. <laughs> I'm going to go Bournemouth 1-0. Oh, no. It's not going to be one nil. No. It's not going to be two one. It's going to be ugly. No. But it's going to be so much fun. No. It's going to be three three. Oh, a three baby. three draw. I love that. One thing that Bournemouth was good for last year was giving up a thousand goals and then <laughs> scoring a thousand that goals in the same true. game. They're Arsenal B. <laughs> Arsenal B. <laughs> That's what they're going to be this year. I got a three three. Uh, the Blades are going to get a draw in their first game. But <laughs> counterintuitive to us all putting them at twenty. <laughs> Actually, uh, they did not get relegated by me. You, oh yeah, you kept yeah, them up, yeah. and that's why you picked them to win. <laughs> they need these points. Uh, and then we have Burnley versus Southampton, a potential six-point swinger, <laughs> the first game of the season. Actually, it's gonna set the tone though. It is Southampton two-one. Ooh, at, at Turf Moor. Hassan Huddle. I I like that. Don't doubt him. I, I never do. Uh, Butler. Uh, one nil victory to Southampton. Wow, well, you got two Southamptons here. I'm I'm almost leaning Burnley just because they're at home, but I'm gonna go one one draw. Yeah, I was gonna go either a, a nil nil draw or. One yeah, nil. let's hope that we don't get a nil nil draw, but I think it's gonna be a closely contended game. Then we have Palace versus Everton. Great first game. I do like that. Butler, who do you have? I have Everton. Uh, Let's say uh, 3-2. 3-2 Everton. Yep. Moise Keane get a goal? And, and an assist. Goal and and an assist. assist. Oh, my God. <laughs> yep. He's going to have uh, an Anthony Martial debut yeah. type thing. Yep. Jimmy, who do you have? Um, I am kind of unsure on this one. <laughs> well, we need a prediction. <laughs> what was your score, Butler? 3-2 Everton. 3-2 Everton. All right, so... I, the Wilfred Zaha Derby. Is he gonna play? I'm gonna go two to nil Everton. Uh, I'm assuming Zaha makes his transfer in this. Ooh. If Zaha's there, Crystal Palace one one draw. They pull Ooh. it off. Right. Andres Townsend with the goal breakthrough player <laughs> of the year. Sake, Andres Townsend. Uh, I got three one <laughs> Everton. I don't. I don't think I see Crystal Palace doing anything up front. 
Ventenke is not going to score, so Everton 3-1. Uh, we have Watford versus Brighton. This is this is a heartstring game for me. Who do you have? Butler. Uh, I got Watford 1-0. Uh, All right, fine. Jimmy? I have the same score. Troy Deeney, 1. Glenn Murray, 0. 2-2. This is a duel between two of the Mostly Soccer podcast favorites. <laughs> Uh, a brace from both Troy Deeney and Glenn Murray. <laughs> <laughs> Glenn Murray starting the season off the right way with a goddamn brace. Uh, actually, correction. Gavin, mark this one down. 3-2 Brighton. Glenn Murray hat trick to start the season. Ooh, I don't take. care. Uh, Tottenham versus Aston Villa. Butler. So this all depends on if Erickson's... No, I'm <laughs> For fuck's sake. Um, this all depends on Oliver Skip. Yeah, <laughs> Oliver Skip gets at least three goals this game. Yep. At least, no. Uh, Tottenham wins this uh, 2-1, and James Chester gets a goal for... Uh, James Chester. Aston That's Bowen. our boy. I'm so glad you brought <laughs> that, that up. We know James Chester's dad. Yes, we, we met do. him. He was a yes, tour guide at Old Trafford yep. when we went there. Yep. Great guy. So yes, nice. He was an awesome guy. Uh, Jimmy. 1-1. One, one. This is my first is that what he guessed of too? the season. What? No. Did you guess 1-1? One, one? No, he no, said 2-1 top two, one. Oh, okay. I'm going 1-1. One, one. I think this is the first upset of the season. Aston Villa make a statement on their return. I have the same score as you, there Jimmy. We go. There Aston we go. Villa Big brain getting energy. a draw. Oh, that's so good. Uh, Leicester City at home on Sunday versus Wolves. What a fucking game that's Sunday morning. Game. Yeah. That's a good game. Too bad it's going to be overshadowed. But we have Leicester City at home versus Wolves. Butler, who do you have? Overshadowed by what? The next game, <laughs> also at 9 a.m. Okay, so I got a. Ooh, this is you know this is actually a tough one. Very um, tough. I'll give it. I'll give it to Wolves. I'll Ooh. give. I'll give. A, I'll give a one, two, two one, two one to Wolves. All right, Jimmy. I'm gonna go a two two draw. Yeah, yeah I believe that uh, the lack of slab head at the back for Leicester will give up some goals for Wolves, but at the same time, I think Wolves are will be vulnerable to the attacking talent of Leicester. Yeah, I, I'm going to go a fun one. 3-2. 3-2. Like the Braj is going to take it. Oh, Leicester City. You are so in on Brendan Rodgers. I am. I, I think he's a great coach. I think a lot of people... I do think he's a good coach. People, I, people do like Brendan Rodgers, but people have given him so much shit for what happened at Liverpool. And he almost brought them to the title. I think it's just his character that gets a lot of shit. In the teeth. Yeah, in the teeth are bad. Um, but he's going to get a win here at home. To start the season. Then we have the big one. Newcastle at home versus the Arsenal. The newly reformed Arsenal. Butler, who do you have? Sorry, Mike. If you... (laughs) (laughs) Impossible. I have have Arsenal. Uh, I'll give them 2-0 on this one. All right. A clean sheet for Arsenal. (laughs) Silence the haters of that defense. Yeah, for now. All right, Jimmy, who do you have? I have a 4-1. Arsenal win. I think Arsenal come out the gates flying. I do think Jolie Tone, which is how I'm going to pronounce his name. Jolie Tone. So many syllables. He's going to get a goal for Newcastle. Mm -hmm. But Arsenal will score four, two from Lacazette, one from Aubameyang, and one off the bench for Nico Pepe. Yes, Nico Pepe. That's a hot take. Oh, no, that's a great take. I have the same score. I got 4-1 Arsenal. Let me tell you why, though. I say 4-1. Because there's nothing Arsenal like to do than build you up to break you down. So yep. they will start off the season with a big win. <laughs> they're gonna, no, they're going to start off 1-0. And then they're going to come back and score four more. Um, Nico Pepe is going to make his debut. He's going to get either a goal or assist. Guaranteed. Aubameyang's getting a brace. Lacazette's getting one. 
Danny Sabayos might even get one. Danny Sabayos. Danny Sabayos, the meanest man in the West. Um, <laughs> all right, Arsenal get him. <laughs> He's the quickest trigger finger in the West. Uh, and then we have, ooh, this is a big one. This is a big one to end our first week of the Premier League. We have the Manchester United at Old Trafford versus Chelsea. Potentially the letdown Derby. Uh, <laughs> Butler. Who do you have here? So this is my second lock of the week. Ooh. This is a guaranteed draw. A guaranteed draw. I, I respect it. I don't know what the score is going to be. It's either going to be 1-1 or 2-2. I, I don't see more than two goals. I don't see less than one. What is Gavin putting down on his score sheet for you right now? Is it 2-2 or 1-1? Gavin let's, needs let's, an answer. Let's, let's, He's waiting. Gavin, Gavin. All right, so let's put uh, let's put one one. All right, and Pulisic's goal. Pulisic gets one. Yeah. That is my next at question. Old Trafford. Ooh, right. His boyhood club, yep. Jimmy. This, so this is this one. I'm I was really debating because I wanted to say that I wanted Pulisic's goal, but I don't think he's going to start this game. Um, I'm not sure if he does. At least mm-hmm. I hope he does, but I'm not sure. I do think that Super Frankie Lampard will start his Chelsea career with a win. Really? Uh, I have a two-one Chelsea win. <sighs> I'm going the other way. Oh. Believe it or not, I'm backing Manchester United in this game. I got I love that. I got two one to Manchester United, and I don't know why. Maybe it's just because I don't believe in Chelsea this year. Two one to United at Old Trafford to start the season. Ole's at the wheel, and Manchester United fans are going to enjoy this one a lot. Yep. Uh, for my second lock of the week, Arsenal Newcastle. Okay. Jimmy, your second lock of the week. I'm actually going to go Everton over Palace. After I debated it, all right. and now I'm all in on Everton to beat Palace. All right, fair enough. Um, so thank you, everyone, for listening. Uh, Jimmy, why don't you hit them with the plugs? As always, we ask that you follow us on Twitter and Instagram, at Soccer Mostly. Yes, I know we don't post a lot on Instagram. We're going to try to be better on that. But we do love interacting with everyone on Twitter. You can email us, mostlysharkershow at gmail.com. And we ask that you please leave a five-star review on Apple podcast it helps us tremendously and whoever left that one star review this week we see you buddy we're coming for you You we (laughs) have the we got a gang of outlaws led by danny sabias and they're gonna come and find you and jimmy there's nothing i won't do to find the person with the one star review as you know yes yes (laughs) michael has gone in a full tailspin over this one star review. just let it be known so if you want to make us happy if you want to stop the gunslinger for coming for you, five-star reviews, please. Yes, and thank you to Matt Butler for joining us yes. on your second Premier League preview show. I appreciate yes. it. And, and if Skip becomes a star, we're going to bring you back. We'll and buy we, you an Oliver Skip yes, jersey. We will buy you an Oliver yes. that. Pretty sure he's like number 54 or 51. <laughs> Good Lord. That's such a terrible number, but hey. That's the number of legends. Oliver Skip, baby. <laughs> All right. Pray for Oliver Skip. Yeah. We will see you next week. Yeah. Bye-bye.